Jesus Christ, man, what the hell is wrong with you? Please, just shut up! Seriously? Seriously? You have got to learn to wait your goddamn turn! He's lying to us, Kenny! Kenny! He is lying to us! I would rather be vice president under him or resident minister to the Barbary Pirates than be indebted to a creature such as Hamilton for my present post! Kneel down and suck to your tiny goddamn... You are stuck raving mad, or I am! Good day, sir! I am not drinking any fucking Merlot! Drop your credentials at the guard's desk and get the fuck out of here! Welcome to Paul Giamatti's School of Hard Knocks. I'm Justin, and I'm here with the relentlessly talented Andy. Paul will not be joining us today. He texted me that he had Chipotle for lunch. What, is he stuck in the restroom? He must be. That's all he said. How's it going, Andy? You know, it's not going great. I'll be straight with you. I'm going to let it out, all right? It's just, everything is just difficult right now. We know this. We said this. I feel like garbage. What's going on? I just feel like I, my brain is broken. It's a foggy mist. I, I can't even formulate sentences. I don't even know how we're going to get through this. We might not. Uh, we might not. We might have to stop. I just, I can't do anything. I wake up. I work. I, I am fucking just depressed i don't know how to break out of this depression it's definitely corona induced having like everything stripped away but i don't know how i can proceed as an artist right now i'm sorry to hear that that's it's tough i know these are tough times it's it's really a challenge to be mo no matter what you're doing i mean i'm i do something exactly opposite what you're doing as it requires no creativity it's just boring nonsense and it's very difficult to keep my motivation up. I like, I have to like trick myself to be motivated. I'm like, all right, if I do this, I'll get a reward at the end. And my alter, the other side of my, like my other personality is like, ooh, what did that reward be? And then I say to myself, you'll have to do it to find out, Justin. And Justin too is like, hey, I can't wait to you do reward <laughs> I give you credit, man. That's really amazing. And I throw myself a piece of chocolate. Oh, chocolate? Cho- chocolate raises your mood, apparently. Yeah. Like, once I do the task, I, like, Justin 1 gives Justin 2 the chocolate. And I'm like, thanks, Justin. Like, shut up, you little bitch. You shouldn't need chocolate to do your work. You're fucking 30. Like, yeah, but you promised. Like, yeah, but that's because you're a little wimp. Maybe that's the key. Mm, why are you always so mean to me? That's the key, man. Splitting your personalities, talking to yourself, and really motivating yourself through alternate personalities. That's what. See, my, my two personalities are this. You can't fucking get out of bed. You're a piece of shit. You're worthless. Yeah, you're, maybe you're right. Shit. All right. You know what? Maybe I'll stay here for a little longer. All right. No, now I'm getting up. Uh, I'm going to go for a run. Yeah, you should. I don't feel like it. Yeah, you know what? Maybe take a break. Oh, I can't get through this half fucking run. The peaks and troughs. You know? The key is having two personalities that disagree with each other. If your personality, like, you're like, ah, oh, I'm depressed, I can't get up. And then Andy, too, is like, you're right, stay in bed. Wow, glad we're on the same page here. Have you met Justin's? They're always fighting. The key is friction, you're right. Yeah, sometimes you have to throw a third personality in there to rally the other two. What's wrong with you, Andy's? Come on, follow my lead, get out of bed. And then you just start sprinting. Wait, Andy, three, you're going too fast. Just do it! I just listened to this Joe Rogan podcast, which I recommended to you. That's four hours long that I know you won't listen to, and you said you refused to, but you should, because it's incredible. And this guy, David Cho, was actually talking about talking to himself and with all different personalities, and that's No way, he, really? Yeah, yeah, I swear. Justin, you really should listen to it. Everybody should listen to it. It's one of the most honest, uh, unbelievable podcasts I've ever listened to. Is David Cho a psychologist? Or psychiatrist? Oh, he's an artist. He's he's a he's a painter. He's a world traveler. He used to work as a journalist for Vice. He traveled to Africa. He lived with the pygmy the the, the pygmy Native Africans for a while. Like he's just an 
an explorer like a really crazy adventurer and he's and he also painted a mural in facebook's headquarters and they offered him 60 grand but he took stock options instead when they went public he made out with 200 million dollars oh good for him that's awesome yeah. i love when someone makes it it just i don't know why it makes me irrationally happy when someone i don't know just made a ton of money by doing something smart not like someone got lucky that's just a smart decision and it paid off that's awesome it makes my feet tingle and i go <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's impressive it really is uh i actually do talk to myself to motivate myself often and I, I never, I don't think I ever actually acknowledge that I do that. I do that a lot when running and exercising. If I want, if I find myself wanting to stop, there's the angry Justin who will say, yell at the feeble Justin. Are you what? Go. Yeah, I have that Andy too. There's feeble Justin and angry Justin. Angry Justin, well, fortunately angry Justin or unfortunately, usually <laughs> most of the time, usually wins. Usually wins. <laughs> But normally, I have those driven. I have driven Andy, and he's in the driver's seat most of the time. But when yeah. the the bus breaks down, this is also a metaphor from that David Cho used. All the people in the bus, all the different type of David Cho's in the bus. When I have my shit just break down, I don't know what I can do. I I need to fucking get into therapy actually because I used to go and i haven't gone in years and i just need to go you everyone should have a therapist everyone yeah oh it's 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 very helpful and anyone listening and to you andy of course one of my best friends being not well feeling not feeling well and, and if you're feeling depressed i am genuinely sorry and it, it's not something to take lightly and with all the talking to yourself, it's not something you could just fix on your own. Like I've been there many times. Yeah, it's, it's a tough place hard. to be. I know you can't just talk yourself out of it. It's sometimes it just you do need professional help, and I, you know it's something I fully support, and I think everyone should fully support and be willing to acknowledge that it's important, and that's sometimes just the alternative you need you need to go to. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I don't want to bring down the fucking mood like a rain cloud on a rainy day. <laughs> Let's get into some fucking comedy. What do you say? I like that idea. Angry Justin and Feeble Justin like that idea. I got a Bumble update for you. Dun da da da. Ah, shit. Here we go again. Surprise, motherfucker. Oh, hey. Let's hear it. Talked to like five girls, messaged them once, they messaged back, and then neither of us messaged again. Bazoom. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Welcome to the modern dating world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so just to reiterate, you messaged them, they and I'm not even saying this to be funny, you messaged them, they messaged you back, and then you didn't answer? It's a culmination of me not answering, them not answering. Again, I'm t I'm not in the I'm not even in the place where I want to answer. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, here's a message. Great. This this little little girl, not little, she's an adult. People. Yeah, I said to this one girl, "What's your pandemic experience been like? Staying safe, I hope?" Question marks. Yeah, staying safe, working from home. You? This was yesterday nothing i don't want to respond i don't it's just i don't care you're not motivated by anything i no no i want to be back to living in a outside and shit i'm a fucking complaining piece of shit no you're not I, you i am i am people have it so far worse off i'm fucking complaining to you and everyone it's terrible. It's sick. You know what? On that podcast, everybody needs to listen to that fucking podcast. He, this guy, David Choi, went to Africa, lived with these people for six months. He said the first two weeks he had inter internet withdrawal, uh, technology withdrawal. After that, his mind opened up 
and he said that he wanted to take a few of them to do modeling back in America. He was like, you guys, you guys should really come do modeling. You guys are like, you know, beautiful. And they were like, why would we go to America? Isn't that the place where people jump off buildings to kill themselves? Like the idea of suicide is completely foreign because they just have been living unencumbered by the modern world. What do you think of that? I don't know. It's a good, it's a good question. I mean, I guess if you never have experienced it, you can't feel like you're missing out. But I would say we have it pretty darn good here. Just because you have a good... No one commits suicide in that in the thing. They don't have depression there. They don't have That it. doesn't make sense. It's a, it's, a, it's a condition that... That's my guess, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I mean, actually, I shouldn't say it doesn't make sense. I really don't know. I just, I just, of course, there's definitely regions and people in certain situations that would be less prone to depression. So maybe, maybe there is very little depression there. I don't know. But I want to address what you said that since you have it so good, you can't complain. That That's not true. I mean, there's always, literally everyone has it better than someone else. Well, I shouldn't say literally everyone, but if you have it good or you have good things going on, it doesn't mean you have a you don't have a right to, to gripe or to be upset about something. Otherwise, just there's literally one person in the world that can complain. I don't know who it is, but the person with the worst situation in the world. Someone just sitting there, no limbs, can't talk, can't see. is just lying there face down in the dirt. and they, A nugget, basically. Yeah, and they can't complain because they can't speak. But they're the only person entitled to complain. With that mindset, with that mind, with that mentality, everybody has their issues. This is a terrible time to be, to just for everything, for mental health, for socialization, for work. It's tough. I think one thing that's helped me is, and I'm not doing great with this. I'm not saying this from a spot of look at me. I'm amazing. I probably call you three times a week to vent about something, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking hate everybody. I'm foaming at the mouth. <laughs> People are probably terrified of me. But the thing that I've found that helps me feel better is just acknowledging this is our reality for a long time and not dreaming of when it's going to stop because we really don't know when that's going to be. It's, it's indefinite. Hopefully it's in the near future. Hopefully a vaccine gets approved and we're able to roll it out quickly and things open back up. We don't know what it's going to be. So I, I really am trying to focus on the, the bright side of this situation, which sounds it's terrible to say thousands of people are dying every day. But there are positives there. We have more time to go outside and, and just relax, walk outside, run outside, more time to connect with family and friends over the phone, over Skype, learning hobbies. I actually did buy a guitar. I referenced that in the past uh, oh, yeah. in a couple episodes ago. I've been playing that. So, yeah, it sucks overall that there's so many things we can't do, but I, I really I feel it's made me feel better to just acknowledge there are positives, not literally to COVID. COVID, there's no positives, but there are positives to the fact that we're all working from home and we all have more time on our hands to do other things. That's helped me. Granted, I still have my, my streaks of rage where like, you know, like my mask gets caught in the door and I'm like, this is fucking insane. But, <laughs> and I just stare up at the sky, like with my hands to my side, like I'm in like a like a commercial for like Geico after my car just like got run over or something. Yeah, you know what's happening? The State Farm, <laughs> the State Farm guy is actually invisible. You can't see him and he's like pulling your mask. Oh, I love that you guy. You know, that State Farm angry guy who's like, Justin thinks his mask got caught in the door, but I just totally took it off his face and stuck it there. Now he's gonna punch a hole through the window. Oh, chaos like me, guy. Is it? What does he say? Yeah, chaos. yeah, yeah. I think he says. Is that State Farm? I think so. There's also they, what is it with insurance having r- ridiculously catchy commercials? There's Flow from Progressive. There's G- the Gecko from Geico. There's the Caveman from Geico. Chris Paul from. State Farm. That's State Farm. State Farm, right. Dude, I, the TV is making me sick. Yeah? I want to get off me, but the TV... I, I watched basketball three times over the weekend, and the TV 
and the screens, my phone and my computer, they light up my brain and I can't sleep and I feel like garbage. I, I'm writing on my computer for like five or six hours a day and after I feel physically and mentally like awful. That doesn't make any sense. That never happened to me when I was a kid. What the hell is that? What is that? I don't know. Can someone tell me? Am I just so insane? Because no one seems to have an answer for it. I have one other friend or two other friends that have the same problem. People, if you have screen problems with your screen and I'm onto something and we can all sue Apple, just let me know because I'm either A, super crazy, or B, onto something, on the trail of something real. Well, A is true regardless of the outcome of this phenomena. But that I'm a nut, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the, it also could be that you're onto something. I could be a crazy nut onto something. How has how has your food intake been lately? Like, how are your dinners, lunches, breakfasts? Are they tasting good? Filling? There's a specific reason I'm asking. COVID. Are your meals good? Are you enjoying your meals? I, I'm enjoying my meals. I just wanted to see if there's anything else you wanted to bitch about, all right? <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. But <laughs> I just had to. We, I just had to take a comedic turn. I'm not taking your. No, no you're allowed to vent all you want. Let's take it. Let's take it because I'm Debbie Downing and I'm just fucking. No, it's okay. It's it's okay. That's the beauty of a podcast that we run is we could talk about whatever we want. You're right. Bitch, not right. not it's not bitching. It's it's just venting. You can vent all you want. I vent to you constantly, and you just listen. And this me- isn't what the people tuned in for, though. They tuned in to hear about balls and pussy jokes. <laughs> You're right. Let's throw at it. Ball slapping against pussy jokes. <laughs> I was. Uh, do you know the the fast food burger place called All American in Long Island? No. It's called All American. It's in a town called Massapequa in Long Island. It's pretty well known. Is Jerry Seinfeld and Alec Baldwin are from there. So I was there this weekend, and we went to All American. I want to preface this by saying I am, and I mean this quite literally. I am the most impatient person in the world. Like I have a title. I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. Just one. My coworker once said I have the patience of a gnat. Even though I don't know how you measure a gnat's impatient it sounds about accurate they're usually pretty persistent when they want to stay on you actually yeah that's a good point actually but i guess maybe their attention well, maybe they're impatient short. they don't yeah they don't want to i don't know oh, fuck if i know but all right my anyway. you know you know my, my patience level is legendarily short like microwaves i'm like hurry up it's been 47 seconds why isn't my steak cooked enough yeah also something you set the time for right yeah Exactly. So we're at we order the burgers and fries from All American, and it was the perfect setup to test my patience because you ordered inside and then you had to wait outside because of COVID for your food. So there's a ton of people waiting. We were socially distanced, wearing masks, but there were a lot of people. And the these the how many? Uh, probably not a ton, like twenty, twenty five people. Um. Okay. All masked. All masked. Even on Long Island, really? even even Long Islanders wear masks these days. Even those wow, yeah, even those greasy orange Italians that sweat profusely with the provolone and the prosciutto coming out of their pores. Yeah, I know all about. And their that. Trump stickers. Okay. Uh, so every fifteen to twenty seconds, a a waiter or one of the guys who works there comes out with food, and he starts saying the ticket number. I'm ticket 433. So it's every time someone comes out, I'm like, yes, our food. And they're like, ticket 432. I'm like, all right, next one. Next guy comes out, ticket 445. I'm like, oh, my God. My, my patience is slowly, not slowly, quickly dwindling. Literally, the next guy comes out and goes, ticket 430, not you, Justin. And then he smirks and hands it to somebody else. So what happened? Finally, ticket 433. Three, ha ha! You thought you'd never get this food, huh, Justin? Hands me my bag. I'm fucking furious that it took so long. I looked at my ticket time just to see when I ordered it. It was 12:32. I looked at my phone. It was 12:39. Took seven minutes for my food. 
you got a problem. Yeah, I've got a lot of problems. You're sick. I'm sick in the head. It felt like it literally. I'm not. That story's not an exaggeration. All right. Well, this is on. You're onto something because our attention spans are really dwindling. I watch YouTube videos sometimes, and I'm like, "Holy shit! How long is this video?" And I'm at like a minute and twenty of like a five minute video. Mm-hmm. Something's happening. The screens. I, I'm telling you, man. You know how I feel about the screens. The screens. They're, they're coming for us. They're shortening our attention spans. That's that's the movie where a mobile phone kills you. Yeah, oh, pick it up. Oh, I'm dead. Our attention spans are being shortened. They're dwindling. They're going to be shortened down to nothing soon. Yeah. You're going to place your order. You're going to press the enter button. And you're going to be like, well, I've been waiting here forever. Where's my fucking food? <laughs> I'd be like, sir, just uh, you just put no, no. This is I want a refund. I want a free meal. Yeah, fuck it. Can I speak, speak to your manager? No, you know what? I want to. I'm gonna write a letter right here. Write a letter. I'm gonna buy this place. You know what? Cancel, cancel Arby's. Cancel it, sir. You haven't paid yet. And then you start a movement. You have to give me the money first. All right. No, it's. I've been waiting here for days. Please let me eat. Please, I need food. <laughs> you pass out on the floor. We need food. <laughs> Crying, throwing a tantrum. <laughs> Fuck, man, our attention spans are going down to nothing. You know what? Actually, <laughs> you go to the bank, you deposit your money, you drop the fucking money in the teller's thing, and you press refresh on your phone to see if the bank money's going in your account or not. You say, "Why well, isn't it going in? Where's my money?" bank stole my money and then you tweet about it on an instant fuck and say oh the bank stole all my money chase is a bunch of stealing thieves and they should be canceled cancel them i'll go back to my cancel them voice chase stole my money cancel them cancel chase chase is open the rothschild factory cancel them the Jews on Chase give them. Trump is in bed with his Jew Chase. And then you refresh your Mr. Chase. And then you refresh your phone and your balance is updated. And you go, never mind. <laughs> yeah, you go. Take a deep breath and just go. Oh, all right, thanks. Yeah, I'll be on my way. It sucks to have a like a really detrimental character trait that you know and you try to improve, but it never improves. And I, a story that I did once haunts me to this day. It's a fatal flaw, Justin. Do, do you remember the Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins down uh, 202 in Yorktown? Of course. It's legendary. So I used to go there in the mornings, like senior year, because it was cool to have a car and like get coffee and a sandwich. Um, actually, I didn't drink coffee in high school, so I would just get their gross sandwiches. And uh, one time I ordered a sandwich through the drive-thru. I got to the thing and I was running late because I always woke up extremely late. And I literally was probably waiting four or five minutes. And I, the guy, this older man who's, I think he owns the, uh, he owned a couple of Dunkin' Donuts. So I used to see him at the different ones. And I said, so I literally said verbatim, I said, Where's my meal? Because I, I couldn't think of like an articulate Are you way. Serious? To, I seriously said it. You said, Where's my meal? No, I just said, I just want my meal. <laughs> <laughs> And I couldn't think of like a good, witty, like articulate way to be angry without cursing, which is actually good that I didn't curse. Yeah, good for you. But it was also just so I remember immediately after I said it, I was like, wow, that I really just sounded so stupid and, and eloquent and impatient. I said, Where's my meal? It haunts me to say? this day. He said Did he say he, anything? Yeah, he was like furious this 12th grade dweeb was yelling at him. He's like, it's coming. Just wait. I'm like, all right. Jesus, you're rude. I was, yeah, I, I don't do that anymore. I don't, even like, in that situation, that's one thing that's I'd like to think I improved. Like, if, if something's taking a while at a restaurant or a bar, I won't get mad at the person. I will, I really won't. I'll just be mad to myself and say, I'm never coming back here. But I won't actually say anything to the person because I'm like, well, I chose to come here. I'm spending my money. I just won't come back. And then I go back the next day. All right. One time in college, we all went out for a wing night, me and my pals. And we had a huge order. And the waitress forgot three forgot three baskets of our wings, mine included, after like a 
to an hour long wait. Oh, that's infuriating. And we just ate our wings and stormed out. We didn't pay for anything. It's a real shitty thing to do looking back. Yeah, it is. You scumbags. Scumbags. Yeah, seriously. I, I do feel bad for it. And I apologize to the waitress, whoever she is down in North Carolina. You might have a warrant I'm out for sorry. your arrest. Oh, I've got several. Stealing food. Between where's my I- meal and Thieve and Andy, we're quite a duo of impatient fucks when it comes to our food. It's hard when you're when you're hypoglycemic. Are you hypoglycemic? No, I don't even know what that means. Does it mean like low blood sugar? It means you get low blood sugar, yeah, when you don't eat. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people use that excuse though. Like I'm hypoglycemic. I need food. Where's my meal? Yeah, I mean it's yeah, sure they do. I am one of those people. I get really ornery when I don't eat. I get furious, and too. I, I I use it all the time. And saying people are like, oh, what's wrong? So I just need to eat. All right, leave me the f alone. I need to eat now. So I'm going to eat your gosh darn hand. Yeah. I'm not hypoglycemic, but I do get mad when I'm really hungry. But that's a common thing. Um, I get mad you know over what? a lot they of stuff, They got names for everything now. They got na- and names and diseases for fucking everything. My friend told me about this thing called... Uh, now, I don't, I don't really know about this. I'm not too sure. She's very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. We're all very sensitive. But she told me about this thing called being an HSP, a highly sensitive person. Oh, God. Like it was a disease. <laughs> and I just don't think it is. No, that doesn't. That's no. I, that's what we in the biz call being a little wuss. I mean, she's my good friend. So I don't want to. I really don't want to talk shit about her. But uh, that's not a thing. I yeah I doubt it I doubt it. Like is every you can be sensitive but it's not a disease. <laughs> I'm gonna shift gears here a little bit. Another Long Island story. I went to the beach. I think I've mentioned I don't like the beach that much. I just I just think yeah, it's that, you're insane. It's overrated because it's so much it's effort. Not. You go it's there, really not. you drag your stuff to a spot that's not crowded. You're walking by greasy orange Italians who have like. Yeah, you're in the beach in New York. You should come to the beaches out here. They're fucking great. I believe that. I drive to the beach 15 minutes, space to myself, beautiful water, surfing green for hours. That makes sense. Go ahead. Rail on the beach. Go ahead. Uh, It was fine. The weather was actually nice for it. We were with this group of people uh, that was just the worst. They were... They sucked? I wasn't... They were friends of friends, and they just were terrible. Can't trust friends of friends. We were playing cornhole, and I wasn't drinking, and these guys were like, how drunk are you? Seriously said that. I'm like, I'm not, not drinking at all, really. Like, really? Why? How old were they? Like, 36. Freshmen in college? <laughs> no, they were like in their mid-30s. And they losers. just kept bragging about how much they were drinking. They're like, oh, we drank, we've been drinking all day. Like, this is our norm, though. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's sick. Do you also have sex with lots of women? That would be super impressive. <laughs> Some people, their lives revolve around work and then alcohol. I That's always been a pet peeve of mine. The broader topic is bragging about anything, really, but particularly about certain things that are couldn't be less impressive. And just like something you ease, anyone can do, and there's nothing you gain from it other than you're drunk or... That's a common one. Have you noticed that? I still find adults that talk about drinking like, like, oh, yeah, I remember I used to drink a whole bottle of vodka. And there's just silence. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to say something right now. Wow, you drank a whole bottle of vodka? How does that work? You pour the vodka in a glass? Do you, What do they call those things? Mixers? Do you use frozen cubes of water as well? How does that work? People seem to people who seem to brag about that kind of stuff are usually pretty like basic yeah you know like i remember we used to we had this one guy in our friend group growing up who used to beer bong he could beer beer bong an entire 30 rack and it was seriously impressive he was a machine non-stop and i believe he listens to this podcast so shout out to to you know who you are he's a beast beast of a human being and that was really impressive because of the sheer amount. It was like watching Joey Chestnut. 
drink beer. So that was honestly cool. Now, he doesn't talk about it to people because he's a boss. But people who are like you're randomly out with and are like, yeah, this is my this is my eighth. Really, dude? Oh, cool. Great. How much money's in your bank account? <laughs> oh, wait, what? Yeah, how much you make a year? Yeah, show me your abs, bitch. Let's go. Let's go. I'll fucking go right now. How much cash you got parked in your savings? What's your what's your uh what's your equity bragging portfolio is weird, looking like? Justin. Yeah, it's so weird. There, there's so much bragging in our culture now, especially with insta fuck. I know. You you see all kinds of flexes. I hate that that word as well. Yeah. Flex. It's like you just see people posing on vacation and shit and with their cars. It's not if you're really happy, you don't need to brag. Right. I need to brag about how great of an actor I am because I'm right now a fucking miserable, angry fuck. Some it's well, you are a great but actor. But I'm a I am one of the best actors that I know personally you're one of the best actors i know i've seen you many times live and you're fantastic it's okay to be proud of something and to discuss it and it's also but it's actually okay to brag about something that's brag worthy not like you have a skill and you want to talk about it not i imbibed i consumed alcohol they probably got nothing else fucking going on yeah whoa you drank alcohol you know where did you purchase this It's, it's tough to get alcohol these days given the prohibition they just enlisted that's sick. Yeah, How did right, you pull Shane. that off? Where'd you get that gin rummy from? That's a card game. But <laughs> you guys boys want to play gin rummy for a bit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> uh, actually, all right. I bragged at my last at my birthday party at my house. I bragged because I was on a streak in beer pong. I hit. I was nine games in a row. I won nine and zero, and. I'm playing with my Japanese roommates who have never played beer pong before. And my one friend, Christina, was there. And I was like, I was drunk. And I said, I beat them in everything. And she goes, really? Cool. <laughs> and I oh, was that's great. like, holy shit. That she got you good. I'm an asshole. She got me real good. It was deserved. Yeah. You know what? I'm not perfect. You know, and sometimes no, you get a little too big for your britches. You got to get smacked down by your friend Christina. Oh yeah, good job, Christina. Way to keep my pod co-host humble, or at least attempt to. Thanks, Dean. Seriously, do you think it's ego? Do you think it's ego? Do you think it's it's in an inferiority complex bragging like that? What you did, you know about inferiority complexes? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think a lot of times that's what it relates to, but it could be about something super random. Like I remember, I was talking to my coworker about Billie Eilish, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's." I just started listening to some of her songs. She's not bad. I mean, I I just kind of heard about her recently. Uh, I mean, I know she's big, but I just never really listened to her songs. And my coworker goes, and I'll, this was several months ago, but it stuck out with me, like so much to me. She's like, "Oh, I knew her before everyone else. I remember I was listening around SoundCloud, and I and I swear, like verbatim, I said, "Really? That's sick." <laughs> You were listening to her before everyone else? And I, she looked at me. She's One-upmanship. Like, this is yeah. like one-upmanship. Yeah. Wow. You knew Billie Eilish before everyone else? How much of a cut of the profits do you get? Oh, none? What, so why don't you shut the hell up? You know what? It's the same thing about statues. It's the same thing about Trump. St- I'm bringing it to statues. Trump, okay? What is, hold on. Elaborate what you mean it's the same thing about statues. All right. Like, somebody gets a statue in their name right usually they did something that deserves a statue but statue is like yeah it shows people how good you are and it shows it stands the test of time but they're gonna all fall to the wayside eventually by whatever means of destruction so they're fleeting just like bragging about anything is is fleeting Okay. I mean, we're all trying to like. I think people are trying to put their stake in the ground and be memorable and have you remember them and be like, "Oh, I'm good. I'm really good." Except maybe bragging is like, "I'm not so good." 
so I, I need you to tell. I need to tell you. I guess I'm you're good. trying to establish you know what your I'm saying? superiority. I'm rambling. No, I got it. Makes sense. Like it's just the random stuff, like the impressiveness of drinking a lot of alcohol, or just uh, you know knowing a musician before someone else, or I don't know having. Like you see, you know. All right, have you seen the Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Il statue in North Korea? The gigantic gold statues, like as big as a building. No, but I can imagine. All right, it's basically just saying, "This is the great leader. This is how good he is to the people in the country." But he's the worst. They're the worst. They kill all kinds of people. Oh yeah, I, he's like literally. Same thing with the Billie Eilish girl. Yeah, Billie Eilish girl. She just wants to put a statue in your mind of her as the number one Billie Eilish singer. So every time you listen to Billie Eilish, that girl will appear in your mind and you'd be like, oh yeah, Billie Eilish and her number one fan, whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> and then as you live your life, she'll be with you and she'll live on in your heart. That's what she, she wants to stick a flagpole in your heart, Justin. Yeah. That's what we're all trying to do. And it's like with alcohol, you, every time you drink vodka. Oh, wow. Remember that one time that guy drank vodka, a whole bottle of vodka, and I wasn't even there, but he bragged about it to me? That was amazing. You're beating this one, Justin. <laughs> what do you mean? You're beating. You've, you've, you've talked about the alcohol thing like four times oh, yeah, cause straight. It, it's so fascinating to me. that it, It's a common thing. I've met a lot of people that think it's impressive to drink a lot. Have you not ever encountered these people? I don't drink that much these no, days. No, neither so, do I. I mean, it, but that's why it's like impressive to me. Not impressive, fascinating to me. <laughs> I just said, yeah, it really is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> there is a culture around, I guess when I'm at weddings and stuff, the, uh, my old uncles are always trying to be like, hey, go get another one. Yeah, but that's like, this different. is how you sip Johnny Walker Black. Down your gullet. Shoot it. <laughs> the culture, the drinking culture. Yeah, the drink. It's it. I I the more I guess I wanted to talk broadly about bragging, but the drinking about bragging about drinking specifically is fascinating to me. There's also people who brag about like their fandom of something, which I just talked about Billy Eilish. But people with sports, they're like, oh, I just watched so many games. Like with March Madness, like <laughs> I watched all of the first round games. Uh, Justin, it's because they need to cling on to something because that's what they, makes them feel good, and it's like it makes it makes them feel like they have meaning and are doing work. But they, it's I used to have a fucking friend like that too. It'd be like, oh my god, yeah, watch so many games this week. But it's like it's not only you're right, absolutely. But why don't they just do it and not talk about it? Like it's not even they want to talk about the event because it's all they got. They're like, oh, I watched all the football games, man. It's football Sundays. I order the wings. I drink. It's all they got. I, man. I watch all the games. I watched all the games. Did you? Yeah, I actually did this Sunday. No, 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 no. You didn't watch them like I did. No, I actually watched every game. I took notes. I actually did a podcast about it. I wrote 17 different articles for various different websites. No, 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 no. I watched them better. And the person just jumps off a roof. Yeah, because you, to you tore down their world. I watched the games better. <laughs> there you're not supposed to – usually if people are talking like that, they're usually pretty – They're sad. They're sad. All right. There's two kinds of people who need to talk like that, okay? One, psychopaths like Michael Jordan who are like, no, I am the best. I have to prove it to you and I have to prove it to myself and I'm going to prove it over and over again and I'm going to tell you how yes. good I am because that's how I am. And it fuels them. He's right though. That's the I thing. get that. I feel like sometimes that's how I am. I, I – I do talk a lot of stuff about the things I've done artistically, and I haven't I haven't even done that many things, but I'm fucking proud of the shit that I've done, okay? Yeah. I've been in over 30 plays. I've, you know, I make my own shit, and I talk about it to people. But there's the other half of people. Like, I was at a... Oh, God. God, why? Why? I was at a film festival, the worst film festival I've ever seen in my entire life, with the weirdest worst films you've ever seen and this one guy there's a panel of four one of the films was absolutely amazing it was going to be on amazon prime one of the films was extremely extremely experimental and sucked donkey balls <laughs> then the third one of the other films was this guy had a revenge story he was directing it he wrote it he acted in it and the story was basically him with his girlfriend 
in the car. His girlfriend said, you need to go rob this guy. We need money. He went in and robbed the guy and shot the guy. That was the end of the film. During the talkback, holy shit. The guy talked the whole time. The guy talked the entire time about his film. His film was one of the worst pieces of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> ever. It was worse than The Room. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it was so bad. The, the sound editing was bad. The acting was laughable. He was one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Yeah. And the woman next to him who made the Amazon Prime bit, who was actually, it was solid. It was very good. He wasn't letting her talk. Oh, that's sad. And he was going on like, yeah, so when we made when we made Strangled... Um, when I, ca- I, I, you know, I had my friend Johnny Carlizio, you know, he played the guy that I shot and, you know, just had the way how we, sh- as an artist, as an artist, he would talk like as an artist. And I literally was pu- in my seat, punching myself in the face as hard as I could. I was just punching myself in the nose till I was bleeding and I was bleeding all over my hand. And, and I got up and I said, excuse me, I, I can't do this anymore. You're making my face bleed, guy. You got up and said, I'm sorry, I really have to go. I just was bashing my face in because you're so fucking bad. <laughs> it's a legitimate excuse. I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting this to happen. But you made my fists uncontrollably smash into my face. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about it on a podcast in a, two years from now. I hope he listens. Wherever you are, I hope you dropped out of making films. I hope you become a secretary because you don't have it. Fuck you. Leave. Just desaturate the market. Seriously. So do you, so we I guess we've this is a well-known thing, but we've come to this conclusion that bragging a lot of times is just people talking themselves into believing that they're as good as they're saying they are. Cuz it's rare unless you have someone like Michael Jordan who's just he's right. So sometimes people that are, but maybe he doesn't actually believe it. Did we just unlock maybe he the doesn't truth believe of it. Michael Jordan? Maybe he doesn't. You won't believe what Michael Jordan thought this time. <laughs> you won't. Look, I mean, think about him. In that documentary, when they were talking about his tactics, he started crying because he was defending. He was still defending himself. That's true, actually. He was like, no, like I, I, you know, I, I did what I had to do, and I, and and I don't care if anyone, anyone disbelieves it. He was crying. You're right. That was my favorite moment. Yeah, that was amazing. Because it's rare you saw him open up like that. But he's like, if they, if they don't want to play, and then he just said, "All right, cut." I love his like fucking his amazing minute. His like faint southern drawl. It's it's very intriguing. North Kakalake. But Justin, this this also reminds me of the Matrix. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Okay. When Neo goes to see the Oracle, and the Oracle tells him, Sorry, kid, you're not the one. You got the gift, but it seems like you're waiting on something. That's right. And Neo says, Whoa, wait, I'm not the one? What? She had to tell him that he wasn't the one so he could become the one. Well, because only if he didn't believe he was the one could he access the power of the one. That is a great point, and I, I know that's what they were going for, but I always thought the Oracle was a hoax. The Oracle's a hoax, just like the fake media. Don't listen to the Oracle. No, seriously, she was a hoax. Oracle's totally a hoax. Because she doesn't know anything. All, she just made predictions, and if... Her cookies were burnt. They were. They didn't even taste good. She couldn't tell about that vase that was about to fall on the floor. <laughs> she just told him after the fact... She, I've done I've done more for any I've done more for oracles than any other president in the history of of oracles. She was a hoax though because she she wasn't a hoax. She she her she made a wrong prediction and then just pretended that's what she meant after the fact. You're not the one. No. And Neo winds up being the one. Oh, I knew you were the one. Well, yeah, of course, because if he wasn't the one, then you could just say I was right. And if he is the one, you could say, well, I knew that. So she was in a win-win hoax sad you're joking right <laughs> fake hoax fake oracle sad fake hoax it's a fake hoax fake hoax all these hoaxes are fake hoaxes <laughs> it's hoaxception hoax section what would a, my mind just exploded what what would a fake hoax even sound like what does that even it's mean it's too deep to think about a fake hoax would be <laughs> you stage a hoax but it actually winds up being the truth i guess so if it comes out now that Jesse Smollett was actually telling the truth? Yeah, I guess. And that's the hoax of all <laughs> hoaxes. That was so absurd. 
He's a clown. Yep, pretty outrageous. Yeah. Total clown. He was bragging about how much he was attacked, so it goes to show you. He was. It was a brag. Yeah. I was a brag. I was... I was assaulted. Why am I doing Trump? <laughs> Jesse Smollett speaks like Trump. <laughs> Trump brags about, I've been treated the most unfair of any president. I'm bragging. <laughs> I win the unfairness competition. Justin, in that Axios interview you sent me, when he goes, we're the la- we're the last we're in last place, which means we're first. <laughs> Did you hear that when he's talking about coronavirus oh deaths? That's a whole nother. We could we're talk about that We're last place, for which means we're first. He brags about everything because of his quote-unquote positive thinking feel vibe, but he's he. It's fake. He's trying to make him believe something that's not real, and and people get sucked into his vortex of belief. Oh, hundred percent, no doubt about it. He he's his bragging and is really he's probably trying to convince himself more than anyone else, and then his followers follow along like oh yeah that makes sense we're the best our corona numbers are the best do you think he really believes that he's just you know number one probably it's really hard to say what that man believes it's it's not it's actually impossible i don't even think he knows i really don't i don't think he knows what he believes what he's saying he's just saying whatever it takes that's the that's the trump slogan whatever whatever it takes takes, brag away and it's the same slogan as those guys in the beach I can imagine Trump playing cornhole. I drank so much beer. It's really great. But light. Remember one time I drank a whole handle of vodka. I was very drunk. We don't drink Corona because it's against the law now. I made it against the law. I limes. I also outlawed limes because limes are, are from Corona. All right. Do, when do you think bragging is acceptable? Ah. Uh, I mean, I've when you have something that actually is bragworthy. Yeah, you earned it. You worked hard towards it. It's it's always acceptable if you want to do it. I mean, it's just sometimes it's just obnoxious. But if you accomplish something important or any, it's you know what? It's not for me to decide. I'm a prickly fuck that gets annoyed easily. So, but if someone does something impressive, yeah. But if it's something trivial like uh, I drank a lot or I had sex. Which we talked about that, I think, episode three, the whole sex thing of guys and girls bragging about it. Like, no, that's never impressive. Like, you did what biology and nature taught us to do. Like, I don't care. But it's like, I got a new job. I, I got fit. I, I'm in a rule. I don't know. That's not bragging, though. That seems like news. Yeah, th- exactly. That's a good point. Is it news? Is it newsworthy? Like when someone posts a picture, like I look, I lost like fifty pounds. Awesome. Yeah, I want to hug that Great person. Job. But if it's like, if yeah, if you post it, imagine someone posting on Instagram a picture of someone. Like it's like a guy. He posts a picture of a random girl, and the caption says, "I had sex with her last night." <laughs> That's not newsworthy. I'm sure bro. there are people who do that. <laughs> I'm sure there are people who do that. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a very wholesome picture too. Uh. That's the perfect test. If you posted a picture about it and wrote a caption just stating what you did, would that be something that makes sense? I drank a lot of alcohol last night. It's just a bunch of empty beer cans. Is that something that makes sense? No. You post a picture of someone. I had sex with this person. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. You post a picture. Yeah, I got a new job. All right, cool. Good. For, that's good. That's no. That's bragworthy. No, no, no. We should make an Instagram brag account of just bragging. Like made my bed, bragged. <laughs> yeah, no, but the pi- tied my shoes. <laughs> the picture is always of just something nondescript, and you have to look at the caption and know why we posted it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just like a full, like a just an empty, di- like a clean plate. Just at dinner, he was there. I did a good job, like a good boy. I ate all my food. I ate all my vegetables. Yeah. I'm a good boy. You just take a picture of your toilet. It's clean. And then the caption says, just cleaned off all the piss, the dry piss off my toilet. Oh, God. Narsty. Yeah. I just flushed. Flushed this time. Proud of myself. <sighs> you take a picture of an old, you take a picture of an old woman sitting there. And the caption says, just listen to a 10 minute story from my grandma and didn't pass the fuck out. From boredom. <laughs> That's a good one. 
you know Dan Bilzerian? Yeah, of course. He's he's a loser. He, see, he he would brag all those photos of just him with like hookers and fucking trips to wherever the hell and like drinking and stuff. Yeah, he's a complete. And the guy's what a billionaire? I don't know how much money he. I know he has a lot he of money. Probably, guy sounds like he has a completely vapid life. Yeah. I mean, if if you need to post about something to make, that's why I got off Instagram because. I, I found myself posting things like to get likes and not because I wanted to be, like show them that the work I was doing, you know, that's not, that's, I don't want to be that. I want to progress. Yeah. Don't enjoy the moment. These are the moments yeah. not to post on Instagram. These are the moments not to tweet about or TikTok. I've got all I'm waited for, and I cannot brag no more. You said it, sister. You cannot brag no more. All right, that's it. Done. Done singing. People, if you're going to brag, make it noteworthy. I don't want to hear about how much you imbibed about your the being penetrated or you penetrating. I want to hear about your job, your fitness. Yeah, don't brag about low things. Don't brag about, like... Oh my god, I snorted so many lines of cocaine last night. Yeah. Oh my god. I did wheelies and donuts in the parking lot. Yeah. Exactly. But that's people got low lives, man. Yeah. Sad. It should be like us bragging about how much we run and lift. We're so cool. <laughs> we, we probably both bragged yeah, about that, our no, exercise level too. so much. Fucking... We're such we're such assholes. No, we don't brag about it though. Yeah. We don't like post ass selfies. Yeah. Look at my squats. I did so many squats because I'm an asthmatic. <laughs> I'm asthmatic. Ugh, my squats. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the 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 fitness accounts are fucking annoying. No one cares. <laughs> no one. I know. I know. I love. Yeah, they get a lot of likes and a lot of media attention. Man, just bring on the meteor. Yeah. Send us home, Andy. I think, it, I, think it's time. I think it's time to wrap up. Ladies, gents, thanks for listening. Thanks for being there for us. Just keep on keeping on. Keep rising. Keep pushing through. Paul's coming. Next week, he's coming. Finally. He said it himself. I'm probably going to have to look into our copyright infringement because there's a shit ton of it and it's not stopping anytime soon i saw that one podcaster got sued for six million dollars because he used 66 songs from this recording company on his poker podcast if that turn if that happens to us we're gonna have to put out the hat for you guys so be prepared justin yeah, just if we put out the hat and say, please, we're begging ya, it's actually an act. But put the money in there anyway just to play along, you know? Thanks for listening, people. We'll talk to you soon. Frisco to Sack Town, they do it a day. Cop in the Hollywood, soon as I hit LA. I'm in that low, low, I do with the Cali way. And when I hit the shy, people say that I'm fly. They love the way I dress, they like my attire. They lie, I move crowds from side to side. They ask me how I do it, and simply I reply. This is why I'm hot.